if you're looking for some straight-up marketing advice that's super chilled and also a bit of a laugh, then grab yourself a drink and get ready for Marketing and Margaritas, a podcast that makes marketing entertaining. Brought to you by Rebel Nation, direct from regional Queensland. Hello and welcome to Marketing and Margaritas with Jade and Alana. Today for episode nine, we are talking about content marketing strategy. Jade, what is it? Why should we be doing it? How do we do it? Right. Excellent. Okay. <laughs> Good lead in. Just throw it all at you. I know. I'll just answer everything straight up front, shall I? <laughs> all right. Well, what is it? Okay. Content marketing strategy. It sounds complicated, but it's actually the easiest way to consistently and effectively market your business online. So all it means is that you're going to be creating original, interesting, thought-provoking, relevant content for the people that you want to attract or your current clients as well. And you're going to be creating it consistently and you're going to be making sure that you just leverage the absolute truck out of it. Yeah. Okay. So you're creating awesome stuff. That's going to be your marketing for your business. And, and there's a strategy behind it. Oh my God. Bum, bum, bum. Love. Yeah. So pretty much it just boils down to that. If you're going to go to the effort of creating a really good piece of content, um, just think like a video or a blog or whatever it might be. If you create one really good piece of content, just making sure that you get as much out of that content as you can. Right. So one example of this is, like I said, video, right? So yeah. say I create a video, well, I wouldn't because I hate video, but for normal people, they create a video normal on... Normal people. <laughs> well, I feel like everyone else in the world is pretty cool with video. It's yeah. just me sitting over here being Scrooge yeah, about video. Um, but say you take a video about your top three tips for doing blah, blah. Mm-hmm. I'd given an example, but I'm sure it would probably be around gardening or nails or something. So let's go top three tips for making a cake. Top three. To, oh, something I know even less about. <laughs> <laughs> so top three tips for making a cake. So then I, so from that video, you can either then create a blog or transcribe it and give it a bit of a tweak. So there's like lots of um, free apps and stuff online that you can upload your video to and they will give you a transcription of the actual words. And then, you know, you just give them a little bit of finesse and everything to turn it into a blog on your top three tips for baking a cake. Nice and easy. Then from that, you, from the actual wording, you can go through and pull out quote graphics or like, you know, strong statements sort of thing. So yep. it could be something like, you know, the best cakes are always light and fluffy. Yeah, exactly. And so then, you know, that's a graphic that you would use on your socials with the post then pointing to your blog or the video or whatever on your website yes. sort of thing. So then from that, you would then do from those, you know, three main tips, you could create um, like a three-part live video series. So, um, you know, you could be, okay, each day for the next three days, we're going to be going live on Instagram um, with our top three tips for baking cake. Make sure you tune in at 8 a.m. each morning and we'll give you the lowdown. Um, that's more than just your mother's recipe or whatever it might be sort of thing. So, yeah. and it, it just kind of keeps snowballing from there. So like you've got your video, you turn it into a blog you pull out um, graphics from it, you can turn it into, you know, when you think about tips sort of thing, like you could post each of those tips separately. Yeah. You could dive deep on one of those tips. You know, like there's just so much that you could, and we're going to go into like more sort exactly. of channels and stuff later. But if you just think like creating a video is time and effort or it's time and money. Yeah. Well, it's still effort really. So if you're going to put that time and effort and or money into it as well, 
you just want to make sure that you're pulling all of those other really good, unique, useful pieces of content out of it as well. And I think that's something that we forget sometimes, like, you know, we create something and then we're like, oh, phew, that's done. Yay. I'll put it on my blog. I've oh, so I put it on my website. I've, you know, chucked it on a few socials and stuff, you know, onto the next one. And it's like, well, no, keep, keep repurposing that. Keep reusing that. Keep just, you know, extracting every sort of bit of goodness you can get from it. That sounds weird. It's so true though. Like don't, don't let one good thing that you've done go to waste. And look, it doesn't have to be video either. Like I know Jade started with that and she's the most anti-video person we'll get. Um, <laughs> but another one, good one is if your business is doing a case study blog, say you've um, just done a project, it's gone really well. Your client was really happy with it. You've written up a blog to case study blog to go on your website or go in your capability statement, mm. anything mm -hmm. like that. That's something else you can use to leverage. So you can post it across your different platforms in different ways um, to really get best bang for buck with that. An example of this is like if you're on Insta, you're going to focus on a really visual aspect of it. So if you've got a before and after, that's going to be really oh, cool to put on Everyone loves before and after, man, especially like on Insta, you see a lot of it where it's like, here's the after shot, swipe yeah. across to see to what see. it looked like beforehand or vice versa. Definitely. That's an excellent example for Insta. Yeah. Um, on Facebook, you're probably going to talk a little bit more about what the project included. Like you're not going to go through the full case study, but mm. it's going to be a little bit more detailed and you can even do a photo album of how the project progressed or any highlights that you've mentioned. Um, when you're posting about it on your LinkedIn page, you'll take more of a professional tone and say, um, we're really happy to have partnered with client a mm. to achieve this Tagging project them, of course in that absolutely to achieve this project and deliver it um you know within budget and in time frame that kind of thing well so, done team exactly it's a slightly different message um and a slightly different visual there as well posting it as a testimonial on your website as well as in the case study area um of your site is really good you can use them as like a uh, grab quotes at the bottom of your website yeah. on your homepage and stuff like that. Which can then obviously be translated <clears throat> into quote graphics and for your socials as well, if that's you're that way inclined. Absolutely. I'm not always the biggest fan of, like, I know this is a, like, we've got clients and stuff that do it and everything. I'm not totally against it, but I'm not the biggest fan of testimonial graphics and stuff about you on your socials. Like, I don't know what your opinion is, but I just think, I don't know. I just see it and I'm like, I would, I don't guess I don't mind it when other people do it. I just think like, oh, I would never do that. Yeah, fair enough. I think it depends on your business and if it aligns with your brand and also on a platform like LinkedIn, I think it's definitely a good one to pop it onto. Um, and you can do it exactly like I said a little bit earlier. Um, if you, you know, we really enjoyed working with this client, so glad that they were happy with it. And then have, have your visual as the quote from them or like just a pull out sentence. It doesn't have to be the whole thing if it's long, um, just something yeah. that stands out. I guess it's like anything, like it's when it's done well, it's fine. Yes. And I think that's, I think I've just seen so many people kind of just like, like you can they, do it a lot. Yeah. And they do like a little cheesy sort of, Oh my God, we love you guys so much. And you're like, uh, you don't really mean <laughs> that. And like, and then it's like a really long quote about themselves and it just sort of seems, yeah, I don't know. It's yeah. I hear what you're saying, but you're sounding a little cynical right now. <laughs> <laughs> Me? Never. <laughs> and then another way you can pop it onto your website is by doing a project gallery. So a photo album of, you know, of the work that you guys did and how it came to fruition. So there's like five different ways you can post one content without it being a video. It can just be a project that you do. It's a part of your business. It's a part of something you're doing every day 
add a little bit of work onto the end and you have a heap of content you can leverage. And it's original and it's relevant and hopefully it's interesting. And like, if it's the work that you're actually doing as well and you're proud of it, you know, I think that gives a good vibe to people too, because then it's like, oh, they must really love what they do. Absolutely. Sort of thing. Like people like working with people who enjoy doing what they do. And people really like to see behind the scenes. Oh, hell yeah. So something like this, where you're actually like doing a case study about the work is, is gold. Because to you, it's like, oh, I do this every day. It's so humdrum, whatever. To the rest of us, it's like, Oh, so that's how you lay a concrete slab. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know about you, but I've been caught up watching video where it's like the most mundane, well, the seemingly most mundane thing, like concrete pouring out and stuff. And I'm like, oh, I never knew that that's how that worked. Like it's because it's so far removed from my own life. Yes, you know? exactly. Not everyone lives in your shoes. And, and another thing I want to point out right now is that this content isn't likely to expire. So you can reuse it. Yeah, that's good too. If you have a look at your theme days for when you're doing social media or something like that, if you do a throwback once a month to something, a project that was six months ago, and even if you have like, if it's a physical project, like you've built a building or something and all the gardens are lush and the tenants have moved in, like you could do a throwback to how it is now to when it was when you first did it, Mm -hmm. like that kind of stuff, you can keep repurposing. So this won't expire necessarily. Yeah, absolutely. And again, it's just that whole concept of how can you, be continually leveraging that content that you've created definitely all right so distribution channels what are we looking at there jade yeah so distribution channels so basically you know when we think about getting our content out there like we think of facebook and linkedin and stuff but it's not just thinking oh there's facebook or there's linkedin it's there's a lot of opportunities within social platforms to get your content out there. And there's also potentially some other different channels and everything that you might not think of ordinarily as well. So, and and also too, just remember not every piece of content is going to work on every channel either. So Lani and I want to give you like a kind of, you know, not a full list, but like a big list of different distribution channels. But that doesn't mean that you would need to post something to every single one of those. On the same day when you launch (laughs) one of them. Don't do that. But it's just like, you know, where would that content work? Where, what audience is it best suited to? What format is it best suited to? Yeah, exactly. So So right off the bat, you think of Facebook. That's our predominant social media platform that everyone's using. Um, So posting on Facebook, you can just do it as a straight up post. Hey, we're, you know, rocked up at work today. This is what we're doing. Mm -hmm. Just a nice, quick, easy. You can do an album before and after, like I was saying, you can use your story stories, sorry, to a um, little bit of behind the scenes, a little bit of finished product, that kind of stuff. Videos, if you're that way inclined, whether you guys do videos in-house or you get someone in at the end of a project to um, do a really professional something or other that you're going to use for tenders or uh, Oh, on yeah, your website. 100%. But remember too, video is not always just like footage. Yes. You know, like, so you can do videos that are like maybe a little bit of footage or even just stills, uh, like, so photos, sorry, um, strung together. To make a slide Cool show. with some music and stuff. Um, or, um, what's the... Boomerang. Yes, boomerang. Uh, you know, that's a really kind of um, easy entry level video for people to get started with. Um, boomerang is an app if you haven't heard of it before. It's free to download and it, it can takes like a, a snapshot like every three seconds of, and there's six of them or something and then it just loops them over and over again. Yeah, kind I think of it's thing. less than three seconds. But yeah, it's it kind of looks like a GIF almost when yeah. you're finished. Oh, that's a really good way of explaining like, it actually. Yeah, a, a live GIF. Um, and so your live 
whether it's a live post or a live story on your Facebook, that again is another way of utilizing video. video. Yes. 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 (laughs) I'm live posting right now. (laughs) (laughs) Second off the bat is Instagram. Um, So you definitely, again, your stories, your posts, your videos, your lives, your reels, they can all be collated material. Like we're saying, so a slideshow video, a boomerang, or just a straight snap. I don't think we've done a reel for Rebel yet. No. We need to get onto that. That <laughs> that could be fun. Yes. Oh, we should do one on our scavenger hunt. <gasps> Sorry. Spoiler alert. <laughs> okay, so moving on. LinkedIn. So with LinkedIn, again, you have your normal posts, um, which you can post as the individual. You can post from your company page. If you want to know more about the LinkedIn posting, the difference between company and LinkedIn then go to that episode where we talked about LinkedIn. Yep. Number eight? Number seven. Number seven. Oh, man, I was so close. (laughs) It also has stories. So there's, um, you know, this has been relatively new. I think it's only come about in the last six to 12 months that LinkedIn's got stories, but they work pretty much just the same as Facebook and Insta, except that the designs and the stickers, there's not as many of them and they're a bit shitty. Um, But other than that, the actual functionality and stuff works the same. Sorry, LinkedIn. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, not sponsored by LinkedIn. (laughs) Um, And some people have lives as well. So Facebook lives is something that you have to, well, last time I looked into it, you've got to apply to actually have the capability to do a live from your page. Do you Um, mean LinkedIn lives? Yeah. What did I say? Facebook. Oh, sorry. I meant LinkedIn lives. I'm talking about LinkedIn. Um, Yeah, so you've got to apply to have that functionality on your um, profile. But then there is also articles as well. So it used to be called something that's gone straight out of my head. But LinkedIn used to have a blogging section called... It's a really long name. Something. (laughs) Shut up. Oh, my God, that's so annoying. Anyway, I'll think of it later. It doesn't matter. They don't have it anymore. Because now it is called write an article. So, like, you know when you go to do a post on LinkedIn there's actually like a a link there that says write an article or something instead. And that's the blogging platform part of LinkedIn. And there's some really cool, I won't get into it, but there's some really cool stuff (laughs) that you can do in there as well. I can see Lana going to me, move on woman. Um, Okay. And so, so they're kind of like the three um, bigger social platforms um, that we like to use anyway. Um, But there's other socials obviously that you can post to if you do have them. So things like um, Twitter, uh, Snapchat, if you're that way inclined, um, YouTube, TikTok. Uh, <laughs> I made up. the mistake of downloading that the other day to have a look for a what client. Is mistake! It's so much fun. I lost two hours. That's what I mean. It's not good. It's been deleted. <laughs> oh man, you are harsh. Yeah, I don't have that time in my Disciplinarian. life. <laughs> so yeah, so there's you know all those other social platforms and stuff that depending on what you use for your business and everything, do house. Um, for those that are in property and and Uh, that kind of thing. Okay. And then there is, um, your website. So when you think about adding content to your website, it doesn't like if you've got a blog or a latest news kind of page or whatever, then yes, that's obviously where you want to be, um, posting new content consistently, you know, whether you start off monthly, work up to fortnightly and try and make it to weekly because that's, Generally, I mean, not that there's a golden rule, but that's kind of like a, a sweet spot to be to be posting content is um, new content is weekly. Um, but apart from your blog, think about your website as a whole. And I know we bang on about this a little bit, but your website is a living, breathing yes. marketing 
um, force. <laughs> Terrell? I don't know. I am not. <laughs> um, Maybe gun. <laughs> so, you know, if you have content that you, like Lani was saying before about the case study, then it's updating your portfolio page. Or, for example, you might go on your homepage. Like if you've got kind of like a cool section-y kind of homepage, then you might add the a latest. new breakout section yep. that is, um, here's a snapshot of a recent project that we completed. I'm doing hand gestures and everything that you can't see on podcasts, but <laughs> yeah, like right here. Yeah. yeah can can you right see here. that? This really explain. if you can't see this, you really don't want to understand what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, but that's, you know what I mean? So it's not just like, okay, we've got a blog or a video or whatever. We'll upload it to the blog or the news page or whatever yeah. is going, okay, looking at your website, how can we use this content to keep the website fresh? Yeah. Just remembering that it's good for SEO, it's good for user experience. Um, and all of that helps the two main things that you want for your website. And that is obviously ranking on Google for relevant keywords yeah. and then attracting and converting people to actually work with you and your business. So, Absolutely. Yeah, look at it as its entirety, not just that blog section. Yeah, and so two areas not to forget, and I feel like that they kind of relate to your website, is your e-newsletter. So if you are doing an e-newsletter, make sure you include that content in there. And again, you can break out those little tips. So if you did a three-tip video, pop your little video in there so it can roll through two weeks later or whenever um, is good spacing for your e-newsletter do a link to your three tips blog. Hey, have you read our blog about how to do this? Um, pop in a little quote graphic from your pullout, like, and, and keep repurposing that content. Obviously, like, unless you're doing a campaign, I probably wouldn't run them all consecutively. I'd split them up a little bit so that content is not um, repeating itself and the audience isn't going to switch off. But that's definitely a good way to keep leveraging and your email signature. So at the bottom of every one of your emails, you've got mm -hmm. your name, your business, hopefully your phone number and contact details. <laughs> but that's also really good real estate for pushing what you're doing at the moment. Right, real estate. Absolutely. Get your key messages into there and update it regularly. Yeah. And remembering too that your email signature can be used as a pointer. You know what I mean? Like it's not just the thing that sits at the bottom of your emails with your contact details. You can actually use your email signature to point people in the direction that you want them to go to. So a lot of people will just hyperlink it to their website. Nothing wrong with that. We always want website traffic. But if you've just uploaded a new case study, then you might have an email signature that is a snippet of one of the photos yep. with just some text over the top saying, Call to action. Um, check out our latest case study you know, I'll probably want something, something slightly more exciting than that, you know, and more relevant to the actual case study and then click it through to that actual page yes. sort of thing. So, you know, that's that email signature, I just think can be so underutilized by people. Like I think when people do campaigns, they remember to use it. Yeah. But like, for example, ours at the moment, it actually points to this podcast. So, you know, the podcast is not a campaign. It's not a once-off. It's just, you know, something that we are having a crack at. And so we're promoting the episodes through our email signature rather than just being a generic, Rebel's amazing, go to our website type deal. Yeah, it's one of your marketing tools. Don't forget about it. Mm, and we just, oh, we send so many emails and stuff a day, man. Like, it's just, I think it's something that 
yeah, people just, it can be very underutilized. Yeah, and you can do it really well, and but it definitely stands out when you're not utilizing it or if you've had the same thing for 20 million years. Mm. It's just opportunity missed, I reckon. Definitely. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that you want to have the most gigantic email signature either. Like, oh, God, no. Still, still keep in mind, like, how it is, how the viewer's going to be seeing it too. And if you do send a lot of emails off your phone, make sure you update your email signature there as well. Um, sometimes oh, yeah, it doesn't always true. pull across. So don't forget that one as well. I don't actually know if mine is. Homework. Something to check. Right, continuing. Okay, so more distribution channels. So something um, that we don't always remember are our strategic partners. Couple of them. I know. That's just a wanky marketing term for like the people that you kind of in cahoots with when it comes to business. <laughs> we're, so. we're in cahoots for sure. <laughs> Um, so for example, it could be organizations that you're a member of. So, um, here in Mackay, we've got like, well, lots of places have a chamber. Mm -hmm. We've got Mackay Region Chamber of Commerce. Um, we've also got Mackay Tourism. And so like, we're a member of both. So if we had, um, you know, a piece of content that was, you know, um, the, what you need to do to make sure that your website stands out then we might go, okay, Chamber and Mackay Tourism audiences would actually probably really benefit from this. This yeah. is not just generic promotion about us. This is something really educational and useful. We'll send it along to them so they can put it on their socials or they can pop it into their newsletter or whatever it might be. Strategic partners can also be, like I said, when I, you know, people that you're in cahoots with, it, you know, your business friends and stuff. So, for example, we've got an IT company um, that we work with really closely. Yeah. I'm going to name drop Trantech. <laughs> Trying to take computers. Oh, whatever. Same <laughs> So, Trina and I have been friends since high school. Oh, not friends since high school. We've known each other since high school. You weren't friends back then. We weren't. We really weren't. <laughs> <laughs> but he, um, you know, I've approached him before about, like, writing articles and stuff to put into Wild Oats, which is our weekly e-newsletter. Yeah. And, you know, he does a little bit of email marketing and stuff himself. So, we've talked before, like, if I was going to be launching, like, we're hopefully launching something quite big later this year. If we do that, then he's going to be one of our promotional sources as well yeah um so yeah strategic partners are just those people who are there who are wanting to support you and who have their own um communication networks and stuff that you can tap into if they are a relevant audience you know what i mean like yes. trent has got an it company we do marketing so there's like you know massive crossover for our audience and stuff whereas if Tranter was a baker I wouldn't be like, here's my website content for you to put into your newsletter to all your bakery. Baking customers. No, yeah. that's not going to work. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Obviously, you've also just got whatever regular marketing you do for your business. So, for example, with us, we do a podcast once a fortnight. Yep. So, you know, that's where we could be putting, well, that's obviously where we do put content and stuff. Um, but, you know, some people will sign up to um, media packages. So you might have like a three-month um, radio branding campaign or you might have a 12-month um, press ad package, you know, any of those kind of things. You can, instead of just having your generic branding ad or whatever, you can actually be reusing that content. And sometimes I think that's something to think about too, like, a branding ad, yeah, you want to get your name out there and, and what you can do and all that type of stuff. But as soon as you off, like, you know, if you've got like your three tips for creating the perfect cake or whatever, if you were to use something around that concept for the ad instead, like you're just giving people value straight out the gate. Yeah. And that's a really good way for, um, you know, if you're offering something up 
like that for people to capture their attention, but also just show that, you know, you're in business to help people. Exactly. It's like you could give me three tips to make the perfect cake, but I'm not going to be a world winning baker tomorrow. So I'm so I mean, gonna- obviously I would be like, <laughs> uh, that's all I'm waiting for is just those three perfect tips. And then I'll be little miss Sally homemaker in the kitchen. Yeah, every good, day. Goodbye, Rebel Nation. <laughs> no, so like, you know, at the end of the day, they not, might not be able to do that service themselves. They'll still need a professional. So if you're giving them something for nothing, you're creating credibility, your relationship, you're telling them you know what you're doing. If they can get started but can't finish whatever the project is or whatever they're Guess trying to do. Guess who they're going to turn to. Exactly. And you're front of mind. They're going, oh, someone told me how to do this. Who was it? Yeah, 100%. So, yeah, so you might also have, like, say, a regular networking um, group that you attend where you've got speaker spots. could have a billboard rotation um, going around, you know, the digital ones, etc. Or it could be digital ads. So say that you're consistently running Facebook or Google or YouTube or LinkedIn or whatever digital ads, um, then that's, again, where you can be repurposing and leveraging that original, unique, relevant content that you've created. Absolutely. So to wrap up this episode, make a list of your own distribution channels. So things that you are currently doing, I know we've given you a lot there, um, but make a list of what you're already doing, where you're already working. So if you're only on Facebook and have a website, then they're going to be on your list. Don't even worry about LinkedIn if you're not there. Mm -hmm. And Um, just remember though, too, if you go, okay, Facebook, I've got a Facebook post, Facebook story. List them out. Uh, Yeah, exactly. What are the things that you actually do rather than just the the main channel is like, what are the actual activities there that that you can utilize? Because sometimes it's just a matter of we forget. Definitely. And this is going to be your tick and flick. So when you're like, hey, we've made this awesome piece of content. Where's it going? Yeah. If you've got your staff doing it or if you're doing it yourself, if you've got a tick and flick, you know, right I'm gonna put it here I'm gonna schedule it there it's going here you're gonna get the best out of that content so it's just making it easier for yourself rather than thinking about it every single time and where would you keep that tick and flick list Lana? Oh, I don't know maybe something like a content calendar template what? an exemplary idea oh my goodness I just love that idea I don't think that's the right context for that word anyway what a genius idea <laughs> thank you I'll take it um yes so use your content calendar template now what I've done for ours um since we're putting more of our own advice into action these days. And by we, she means her. She's the one putting our advice into action. (laughs) Thank you, Alana. Yeah. So um, I've got my content calendar. Um, It's got a tab for every single month. So I know where I'm scheduling our content, but I've also made a couple of tabs. So like we've got a blog that goes up and I've got a list of all of those. And then next to it, I've got dates. So I can go, yep, we put it on the website here. We're chucking it over on social media here, here, and here. And so I know, yep, I've leveraged that to the best of my ability. So definitely a really great tool to use to make sure you get your content covered everywhere. Actually, we should, we could actually put in the show notes, the link, free download link to that content calendar template as well. Oh, you're so generous today. (laughs) I'm always generous. All right. That sounds like a good idea. We'll share that with you. Okay. So that is our content marketing strategy episode for you guys today. Thank you so much for joining us. And I hope you got lots of bits of gold in there. Cheers. Thanks for listening to this episode of Marketing and Margaritas. Find more free marketing tips, tricks and laughs at rebelnation.com.au.